For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show. Twitter at Bossman Show and Facebook Bossman Show. It's the Bossman on your radio. Listen to the Bossman Show with your host Jr. Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010. The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. When the game starts. Back here on the Boss Man Show with new head coach San Diego Toreros, Brandon Moore with me on the Boss Man Show out of Pioneer League. Coach, how you doing, man, out there in sunny San Diego, man? Oh, I'm doing well. San Diego is beautiful as always. I hear that, coach. Well, tell me, man, uh, how's it for to take this job over here at San Diego, man, leading this program, uh, being a new voice for these guys, the new leader of this ship, man? Well, I'm super excited about the opportunity. Um, got a number of, of tremendous players. Uh, just finished putting my staff together. Super excited about that, and super excited to, just about the opportunity to lead the Toreros and and to be here in San Diego. No doubt, Coach. And I must ask you, man. Um, San Diego is a special, special place. You know they they lost the Chargers, but now they have you guys. San Diego State. Talk about the community getting getting around football there, man. Because you all are what they have. The Chargers move up to L.A. now. They can run right, 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 right behind you all and what you're building there and be a part of what the trail is going to be doing going forward. Well, we're trying to, we're trying to make a push maybe to get some more, some more students some more fans in the stands and, and just to, to, to become a more of a staple in the community and more of a, more of a staple of, and um, a place for, for, for people to, to just come out and support us on Saturdays. Um, hopefully we can, we can kind of create that warm environment and, and, 
and give people an opportunity and the chance to to cheer on a good product, to cheer on a good team, and um, and try to win some games. One hundred percent, coaching. How has it been getting to meet the, your new players, uh, getting to learn them, them, them learn about you? Because I know when you take something to someone new, it's always a little awkward tension at first. But how has it been getting them to trust and believe in you and the vision of your staff who you've hired so far and those who are, who are coming? Uh, so how has that been for you, that process been? Well, I think I inherited a team that was hungry. I inherited a team that's, um, that's used to winning championships, a team that's that's used to being successful and, and, and used to, to making a push in the playoffs. And I think that uh, the, the players believe that I'm a, I'm a coach and I'm a person that, that can um, pick that rifle up or, 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 or and, and press into that next opportunity and, and give them that opportunity and give them a chance to continue to win games, continue to win championships and to try to make a push in the playoffs. And what's good is that you played in the NFL. You, you, you know what it is to get to that level. And I feel like having somebody like you there, you know, show them the way of what it takes to be, become a pro. So they they have an advantage of having you as a coach, in my opinion, because you know where they want to go. And you know the eye of the sky does not lie. You, you can play. Scouts will find you. No doubt. No doubt. This thing all come, always comes down to belief, how much you believe in yourself and how much you believe in those around you. And um, that's my mission. My mission is just to is to, to get my team and my players to believe in themselves and to believe in each other. And, and continue to make strides and develop and, and become better human beings and make a push. 100% coach. I feel like, you know, this as well as I do football starts for us all and getting a good degree networking while you're in college in this important time while getting better on the field can help set you up for success off the field. Once the cleats must be hung up for us all. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of our, our main recruiting pitches is a, is the next 40 years of your, of your life and not just the next four. And focusing on the network that the University of San Diego provides our student athletes and, and this beautiful campus and, and, and our, our, um, our legacy and our tradition of success on and off the field. And, and Coach Moore, for you, um, at what point in your journey of life did you decide that you want to get into coaching? At what point did you kind of have the bud to want to coach? Well, I think uh, this is always the funniest funny to me because I didn't decide I wanted to coach. My wife kind of decided for me. I had a son that was um, playing high school football. I'd retired from playing and, you know, I just was enjoying retirement to be honest with you. And um, he needed help and he was struggling a bit and I went out and helped them. And, and that kind of got the ball rolling for me. Um, worked for the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office for six years. And my wife told me, um, and, and not such a, not such a nice way that she was done with me um, being a part of that line of work and serving and serving my community in that way. And she wanted me to find, um, I guess, another outlet for me to do that and, and, and being able to imprint and, and be a part of these young men, young men's lives is, is, is just as rewarding as, as anything I could have dreamed of doing. 100% and coach more. My dad is a coach and on father's day, Send all his players text him. Happy Father's Day! Take me taking him to different weddings and the baby showers, dinner reveals for his former players. Man, send my father get the, the those from his players. Man, I know how it's for you to have shown the impact you had on young men's lives who played for you 20, 30 years ago with my father at least. You know, so they still to this day hit him up and try to ask us for advice and counsel because those of you amateur coach is special. Uh, no it's, it's a, it is always a life life lasting thing with your coach. 
no doubt. I think uh, the, the relationship between a player and coach is something that's really, really very special and and um, and really, really intimate. It's really personal. Um, and I think unless you've been a part of of a team that has a culture that that uh, that really fosters that and really believes in that, then it's hard to it's hard to kind of explain and to describe what that what that feels like and, and what that looks like. 100% is 100%. And Coach Moore, for those who are here listening to this interview we're doing, talk about the pillars of your program. What does a Torero look like to you, the ideal one to be a part of this program going forward? What do you mean you want to recruit and bring into this program to build this thing out the right way is the University of San, San Diego? I think I think the the first, the, the, the biggest thing I think that we look for in, in our our prospective student athletes is how hard you work. And I think you can, you can tell um, how hard a, a student athlete is going to work or how hard one of our prospects is going to work just by telling, just by look, taking a look at his grades and talking to his head coach. Um, our, our kids, the kids that we recruit, um, that conversation always starts off the, you know, the same way. It's just going to be some version of he's the hardest working kid on my team and all oh, you don't have to worry about his grades. Um, and typically those things run hand in hand. If you're, if you're a, if you're a hard worker, um, then typically your grades are going to, are going to follow suit. You always want to get the biggest, fastest and strongest kids, but those, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. Um, so we recruit hard workers and we recruit men of, of good character and we, we recruit, um, young men who, who in all honesty, uh, have a seamless kind of transition onto the football team and be able to be able to adopt and and um, and imprint on the culture. One hundred percent, coach. And I, I totally agree with that. And, and you know what, coach? Um, at, at your level right now, you feel like with the transfer portal and NIL to that nature, you can get better high school players than you used to, because a lot of them are getting overlooked now because of how it is. Known commodities already. So you can get a high school kids when neglected. It's a little bit better than, than usually you would be able to get right now. No doubt. And it all depends on, on how you run your program. I think I run a program that, you know, we're so in tuned and and um and so focused on development and developing character and developing not only the, the athletic side, but the you know, the mental health side and um and, and trying to uh foster, you know, these young men's lives and um, and just be a positive influence in every in everything that they do, and I think it's it's um, crucial and it's so important for us to to recruit high school kids and to recruit uh, these young seventeen and eighteen year old um, um, kids to be able to fully imprint on and be able to fully develop them and and um, and focus on on uh, making better human beings. 100%. I agree with that totally. And Coach, you're in a great area to recruit, though. You're in California. Some of talent right in your backyard. So do you see yourself going outside of that California radius to find the right fit? But really, you can just really draw a circle around your whole state and just go up and down I-5 there find anything you need. No doubt. No doubt. But, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. In Division One level, you can't. You can't recruit in the box. Um, you've got to recruit nationally, and we plan on doing that. We're going to put our roots in California. We're going to get the majority of our football team is going to be um, 
is going to be fielded in the state of California. Just like you said, we got a number of talented areas and a number of talented schools and, um, and, and really trying to establish a footprint within the state um, is going to be very, very important. But we'll, we'll, we're going to recruit Texas just like everybody else does, and we'll spend some time in the Pacific Northwest, and we'll venture out east a little bit as, um, you know, as the prospects tell us to. But uh, we we will be focused in California, but but we'll dabble in uh, in some in some of the surrounding areas as well. Yes, indeed. And coach, I feel like this coach football in Georgia, Texas, California, it's so well coached. It's like it's very high level. And when you get guys from states like this, they can't they, they can't be plug and play as freshmen because they've been trained on like college teams to begin with in high school. Talk about the level high school football has had its improved and coaching has improved. So you get these young men from high school, they're ready to jump into it and go. No doubt. No doubt. I think um, Texas, California, there's some schools in the Pacific Northwest and there are a few schools in Arizona and Colorado who do a good job of having full-time coaches and full-time staffs and really making a commitment to um, field some, to field, you know, some of the top football programs in, in high school in the country. I think they do an exceptional job at that, but that takes a commitment from the, from the local district and, and from the parents um, to allow their, allow their kids to, to, to be a part of programs like that where football is important, where culture is important and winning is important. So I think, you know, those are always schools we recruit, and that's why you can never um, you can never put Texas too far aside from from recruiting. You've always you've got to send at least one coach there. Somebody's got to go in and, and sweep the corners and see if there's anything hanging out in Texas, in California. There's parts of Florida and Georgia that are also uh, meccas in recruiting and meccas for talent. Yes, indeed. And, and coach, you know, I feel like, you know, man, like a guy from Georgia would love to come out there because of the weather. Cause mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no he means like he's out out here. It's me, it's like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I love coming out to California. No he means like he's out here, man. Like by the house, he's drenched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, That's that sticky heat out there. Yes, yes, that sticky heat. Yeah, sticky heat, 100%. And, Coach, let me ask you this, man, before about you know, the, the game itself. Since you played in the, in the league and, you know, as football's evolved, man, for you, how have you seen the evolution of football offensively and, and, and defensively, in your opinion, Coach? Well, I think one of the major changes um, offensively, especially on the college level, is just the, is the ability for offenses to use their quarterback. I mean, it adds another blocker. It adds another runner. It adds a whole other element just in terms of, especially when you when you talk in terms of the run-pass option. Um, def- defensive coordinators and, and defensive-minded guys have to get creative about um, – how they're gonna how they're gonna defend the quarterback and how they're gonna defend that extra option and I think that's where you where you see a lot of the um, creativeness and and, and um, come into football is is with those different elements especially as you see these quarterbacks start to get more athletic and and you you see especially in the college level you'll see some teams will come out with two quarterbacks. You know, uh, one who's going to be more of your athlete can come in, run your RPO game, run your run your power read game, your perimeter run game, that type of stuff. And the other guy who's your who's your manager and who's going to be able to deal the ball all over the field. So teams being able to switch in and out of personnel groups and 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 really manipulate the box and manipulate some different things with um, you've you've got to be prepared sometimes to have two and three game plans going into one game just in case 
um, plan A doesn't work. And I think, you know, also defensively, you got to play more nickel now and you have to have linebackers who can run or safety in the corners and linebackers who kind of the same kind of body type that can run and cover no, no. because because these having that, that zero personnel out there, man. Absolutely. So 10 personnel. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough to cover all that. You have all the big guys out there. Have who can run and cover these guys. They're all these different routes they're running down these days. No doubt. The game has transitioned from, from a mauling, brutal, brutal, pound, pound the rock, run play action, you know, game to this savvy. We're going to throw it every down, spit the ball to the perimeter and take the, take the runs when they give them to us um, type of game plan. I mean, you know, you know, coordinators have to get extremely creative defensively, man, just to try to try to match personnel and and try to provide a, an advantage. And you know, I've I've watched what the Falcons have been doing. They're going to be running more twelve personnel with Pitts and Pitts and their tight end they drafted because mm-hmm. Pitts and them are like wide receivers, they're tight end. Yeah. So you're in a pickle. Do you you play as true twelve, but you play as, as nickel? <laughs> so yeah, it's already putting you in conflict already. That's about a who you throw it out there in, in, in that group? Yeah, just being able to, to hide personnel groupings creates a, a, a ton of issues because you're one team when that tight end is attached, and you're a whole different team when that tight end is flexed and in and in space. And you got to be able to account for all of those things within the down because they can motion them and they can shift them and they can trade them from left to right. Where um, you know, I mean, you, you have to balance the formation defensively. So I mean, there's a number of different things and. And you know, uh, coordinators like Cliff Kingsbury and, and some of the some of the other more innovative minds offensively have really made things difficult. Yeah, I, I know, Coach. I'm talking. I love watching the all twenty-two. I, I love getting the what's watching it. I, I love seeing what's going on, man. Because I tell my my girls like, "What are you what are you, what are you talking about?" I said, "Baby, just you don't understand what I'm saying." <laughs> she's talking talking in deep football terminology around. She's like, what? "She just." <laughs> She's. I said, I'm sorry, baby. I, I, I'm sorry. I forget. You don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, did you ever have that problem with your wife too? Sometimes when you're talking to me, like in full, full football code, and you, you, you forget. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, ask me, man. I said, I, I got always make sure and talk to her in simplest terms, not getting too deep in <laughs> inside zone, outside zone, smashes yeah. and hammers. I'm like, let me not go go that far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you know what, Coach? I saw you. You're not coming to schedule, man. You got three great games on conference schedule-wise, Cal, Poly, Buffalo, and Mason, and Princeton. Tell me about this schedule, how it's going to prepare you of, for your final league play, man. Well, I mean, playing a, a good Big Sky team like Cal Poly, man, I mean, it's a great way to open the season. Um, and that's really where all, where all our emphasis is focused right now and just trying to win that game and be competitive and, and go out and put our players in the best possible position. I think the, the schedule is set up for us to have a lot of success, just like we, um, we've we had as a program in the past. And um, really just looking forward to the, that first opportunity, you know, up in San Luis Obispo versus um, Cal Poly. And Coach Moore, before you all start, like, what, what, what is your – What's your plan for the next few weeks before camp starts to uh, – boy, it's quite crazy for you and your staff, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been here 10 weeks now, and um, there's still a lot of work to do. Uh, we, we we came into the season without a spring ball, so um, just trying to 
find any avenue that we can exploit to, to uh, get the information to the players is really what we're focused on right now. Um, the recruiting component, um, the class was signed before I got in. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm really proud of the, the, um, the work that the former staff did and, and um, bringing in some real quality uh, student athletes to come in and, and, and fill some holes for us. But uh, in terms of the, the, the current staff, man, they're, they're here in the office right now, just hammering out game plan and hammering out um, cut ups and, and just trying to prepare for that first contest. I hear that. Well, Coach Moore, it's been good to have you on the show, man. Look forward to doing this with you again more down the road, man. I wish you all best of luck, Coach. It was really fun, man, to meet you today. I look forward to doing this again with you a lot, man, down the road as, as you be in this program. Build it up, man. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one. All right. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Well, the game starts. What's up, family? Jared, the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.